0: Hey there, people-powered business community. Are you ready to transform the way you handle difficult conversations in your business? If so, I'd love you to join me for the Mastering Difficult Conversations workshop that I'm running next week. In just three interactive online sessions on the 18th, 20th, and 22nd of March, you'll discover your unique leadership style, you'll master the art of impactful communication by learning the translation code, and you'll build your personalized difficult conversations framework. Imagine tackling tricky team talks with confidence and ease, all for the special price for you listeners of just $47. But hurry, spot's limited to ensure that we have an engaging experience for everyone. It's time to go from overwhelmed to empowered and lead your business with confidence. Just head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash workshop to secure your seat now. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode number 69 of the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee, and it is fabulous to have you here today on the podcast. How are you and how has your week been? Oh, Whatever you're up to, it's been super busy and fun and exciting for you. At the time of recording, I like um, a lot of Australians are back in lockdown, um, but it feels a little odd. It doesn't feel like a real lockdown, if I can say that. It's very strange. Lots of people out and about, um, but we're all just trying to yeah, stay safe. And so if that's you as well, uh, at the time you're hearing this, I hope you're doing okay. I know for some businesses, it's a particularly difficult time when we go in and out of these lockdowns, but I'm noticing this time, very oddly, more and more businesses are actually open. It's a bit strange, but anyhow, that's where we're at at the moment. So if that's you, I do hope you're doing okay. Now, also at the time of recording this, it is a brand new financial year, which if you're in accounting and finance means a whole lot to you, but for the rest of us, often just means we need to get stuff to our accountant, uh, balance some books, and do a few other bits and pieces. Possibly we've been madly trying to get invoices off suppliers and get things paid and make the best tax decisions um, for our business, but for many of us, it doesn't have a massive impact on our day-to-day role. However... Today I'm sharing with you on the podcast something that I do recommend you do at the middle of the year, around the time of the new financial year, when it comes to your team. And that is that this is the perfect time of year to do a mid-year reset with your team. This is an ideal time to take a little pause, to do some planning, to refocus, re-energize and re-engage your team. And why do we want to do this right now? Well, here's the thing. You know, do you remember back in January at the beginning of the year when we all thought the COVID was probably over and everything was going to be fabulous? Each and every January, I guarantee you, in your business, you make plans and goals and objectives for your year ahead. Perhaps you're setting them out in you know incremental chunks, perhaps it's big picture vision, probably a combination of both for many of you. And what I'm going to guess most of you do as well at that time of year is you get your team involved. You get excited, you tell them about these plans, you engage them in the vision, you you know perhaps have a strategy or planning day where you do some team building activities and also you plan out how hey, you're all going to make this happen, what their role is going to be as part of that, and get them really excited and motivated towards that vision. And that's An awesome way to start the year. And if you're doing that, I applaud you for doing that. And I think most of you will be. But here's what I've noticed over the years of having my own business and also working with other clients in their business. That momentum and that motivation that we create with our January strategy session and planning day and exciting times lasts pretty well, usually for about a quarter. It will keep you going for that long. If you've done it well enough, and everyone's on the same page, you'll find the first few months that momentum and that motivation go strong. But here's what always, always happens. About Easter time, things start to plateau. And perhaps the motivation even starts to dwindle, but it certainly isn't the same energy and uh, intensity that it was in January. And so by the time we hit the middle of the year, it can often have really plateaued, or in fact started to dip. And a whole range of things go into this. Firstly, we've gotten into the rut of day-to-day work. You know, it's it's you know that groundhog day thing where we're just coming up, we're doing all our things, we know what we're doing and everything's getting done. So it's not like things aren't happening, of course. The days are getting shorter, it's darker until some ridiculous hour in the morning. I, as I've probably mentioned here on the podcast, I'm a morning person. I like to get up early. Right now it's not even light until about 7am where I am. It's, I, I, I don't like it. So the days are shorter. It's colder. And at, you know, in Australia, we tend to like our heat generally. So certainly I'm finding that. And so generally our internal motivation, our internal energy changes throughout that second quarter and certainly into the middle of the year. And it will be the same in your business. Now, if you're doing quarterly strategy sessions with your team, you're going to see this less. But if you have one big strategy session at the beginning of the year, by this time of year, you are going to find the energy levels are just not quite the same, perhaps for you as well as for your team. And often as the leader or the manager, we get so busy doing the things that we don't pay attention to the subtle signs that we're seeing a decrease in motivation with our team. Which obviously can be a bit of a problem. So, how we combat that is to do a really easy, really simple, but so powerful mid-year reset with our team. And today I'm going to share with you six steps that you could all follow to create an environment for a mid-year reset that's going to really help re-engage your team, boost the energy, boost the momentum, get everyone back focused in the right direction so that you can make sure the next six months are super successful for your business. So are you ready to go through our six-step process? Okay, number one, get your team together. Now, As I just said, I'm recording this mid-lockdown. I totally understand it is not going to be possible for you to get everyone in the same room necessarily. But whether it's virtual, whether it's in person, or whether it's a combination of both, create an environment where you get everyone together. In the one virtual room, if you like. So, if you're going to do this as a hybrid model with some team members virtual, some in person, the the little caveat I'm going to put on this is to make sure that you set this meeting up or this strategy session up in a way that is um, tailored towards those that are virtual. Because what we know with our hybrid teams, if we tailor everything towards those that are virtual, it works brilliantly for both virtual and in person people. However, our tendency traditionally has been to tailor things towards those that are on-premises and just have those that are virtual dial in. What ends up happening is that it's tailored towards being in the room. And it's not, whilst it is tailored towards being in the room, your virtual members are going to feel left out, especially if you're doing things like arranging coffees and morning teas and lunches for people that are in the room especially if you're using things like whiteboards in the room and things like that that aren't as easy for those that are virtual to see. So think of this with your virtual team in mind first if everyone's not going to be physically in the same room together. But the first thing is very simple, get everyone together at the one place at the one time, one virtual place at the one time. This is where you're going to get everyone on the same page, hearing the same communication, sharing the same feedback, thoughts, experiences, and that's critical to this happening. So get the team together is number one. Now, of course, this whole process is about resetting and refocusing on what's ahead for the next six months. But this is also a very powerful time to pause and reflect. In a previous episode of the podcast, I've discussed a concept known as the third space, which is a framework we create for ourselves that allows us to between two sets of tasks or between two jobs or between home and work, create a framework to stop, reflect and reset so that we are ready for the next thing ahead. This is exactly the time to do that with your team. So before you even start talking about the next six months, take the time to reflect, create a space and the time for your team to reflect. Now you can do this in lots of different ways. You might have people, you know, journal or write things down on a notebook or a worksheet or whatever, their own reflections of the last six months and they may or may not wish to share those. Perhaps it's a very private thing. Also, you're going to want to create some sharing opportunities. So perhaps they're taking some reflection personally in terms of what their role has looked like, what's been successful, what their wins have been, what they've struggled with, what the challenges have been. But then at a team level, doing that more vocally and verbally as a team. So as a team sharing, what have been our wins in the last six months? What have been our successes? What did we hit it out of the park with? Also though, what have we struggled with? What have been our challenges? What didn't go to plan? What came up that we didn't expect? What have we learnt in the last six months? We've spoken previously, I think it might have only just been last week or the week before in the podcast, about learning opportunities at work. Take some time to reflect about what they have learnt in the last six months and really give that space and time for that reflection because people are going to realise actually, even though they might be feeling like they're in a bit of a funk right now, they're going to realise actually... I did some great things in the last six months, or I did hit all my objectives, even though I'm feeling a little bit lackluster in motivation. They're also going to think about the things that didn't go well and perhaps reflect on what they could have done differently. So they're not going to carry that with them into the next six months. They're going to carry a different framework of possibility and positivity into the next six months. So number two is create the time to reflect. Now, number three, some of you may be surprised that I'm suggesting this in this forum, I want you to show some gratitude to your team. Now, I know some of you may be thinking and possibly even saying, Christine, do I have to thank them just for getting their job done? No, that's not what I'm suggesting. However, there is always something. And if you're not grateful for something each and every team member's done, you may have some team issues. But what are you grateful for? Share this with your team. So often, as leaders and managers, we are vocal about the things that aren't going right, the things that are lackluster in performance, that are missing the expectations, and we forget to actually thank people and to show gratitude for what has gone well and done, gone right. It could be performance based, of course, but it could also be something else. It might be about behaviors, about uh, something that's fun that they've introduced into the workplace. It might be that, you know, I'm really grateful that you tell those ridiculous jokes because they make us laugh all the time. I'm really grateful that you've introduced the different coffee to the kitchen because actually it's way better. I'm really grateful that I've seen you spend time with your peers, making sure everyone's okay during these really difficult times. Or it could be, I'm really grateful that you came up with that idea that we tried because it halved the time of doing that process doesn't matter how big or small it is, take the time to show them what you're grateful for. It could be individual and team-based. I encourage a mix of both and take the time and make it happen and encourage that communication to go around the virtual or in-person room. What's everyone else been grateful for? They don't have to pick something for every single person, but at least maybe one or three things that they're grateful for over the last six months. They might be grateful for the opportunity to learn a new task. They might be grateful that they got to work with a new staff member who they're actually really loving working with and they've become great friends. doesn't matter. What are they grateful for? So share that gratitude. When we put ourselves in a sense, a mindset of gratitude, everything in our brain shifts. We suddenly are much more positive and negative. We look for opportunities for positivity and for possibility rather than reasons why we can't do things or what's gone wrong. So this is partly a mindset shift that you're creating so that people are going to the next step of the process in the right mind frame. So step number three is to show gratitude. Next, it is time to re-establish your vision. So this might be the exact vision that you established and communicated and articulated at the beginning of the year, or maybe it's changed. And it's totally okay either way. But this is where you're painting that big picture for your team again. What is it that we're trying to achieve in the next six months? When we get to Christmas, when we get to our Christmas close down, when we get to the 31st of December, what will success look like? What will we we have achieved? What are the goals or objectives? How many uh, clients have we impacted? How many new businesses have we helped? How many products have we uh, sold potentially? It doesn't matter what it is. What is that big vision? refresh that refocus it re-establish it and really clearly articulate what is it that we're trying to do together in the next six months now your team might already know this and that is okay re-establish it get it forefront of their mind because next the next step is you're going to set some goals and milestones so we all know that big vision thinking is really important for our employees to come on that journey with us but, If the vision is too big and too outlandish and just seems too far away for them, they can often struggle to get there because they don't know what to do next in order to get there. And this is where you want to set goals and objectives and milestones. So this is about chunking it down for them. This is about saying, right, in order to get to that big vision, here are three big chunks that we need to achieve. Okay, how are we going to get to those? We're going to set some milestones. Now, these could be weekly, monthly milestones, getting towards quarterly objectives. It's going to be different for all of you. And it's going to be different for each employee because they're all going to have a different part to play in their journey towards this vision. So this is going to be work that's going to be done big picture organizational size, then in team level, and then individual so this is where you might want to break up into mini groups um, so that teams can work together on this goals and milestone setting. And then team leaders, if you've got those in your business, can work with individual team members to help set their individual ones. Now, of course, individuals are going to have KPIs in their performance reviews. None of that's going away, and this should very much speak to that, but you're just re-establishing that in their mind. And the final step of the process is to get input. Why? Why? because when someone's had input on something, they're going to be much more engaged in the end vision. Also, by actually asking our team for for their input, we get to learn new things. Perhaps they have seen a roadblock that we haven't spotted, that they know is going to get in the way of the business achieving that vision. Perhaps they've got an idea for how we could streamline something to make getting there easier. Perhaps they've got input into what their particular milestones need to be in order for them to get to their part of achieving this vision it can be all different things perhaps they're seeing something that's not working quite right and they think if we could fix that up things would be easier better more positive in the workplace this is a great time to rumble with those problems when you're all in the room virtually or otherwise together so get their input ask them in order to achieve these objectives, what can you see getting in our way? What can you see being our challenges? Um, in order to get to this vision, what else do we need to do? How else can we support you? So getting their input is so, so powerful. So let's recap. We are at the middle of the year, calendar-wise, end of, uh, start of the new financial year. And this is the perfect time to have a mid-year reset with your team. And today I'll share with you six really easy steps you can get go through to create that framework, to create that space for this to happen with your team. Firstly, get the team together virtually or otherwise, or a combination of both. Get everyone together at the one time. Take time to reflect on what's happened in the last six months, good and bad, and everything in between. Show gratitude to your team and allow them to show gratitude to each other for what's happened in the last six months. Then re-establish your vision. Start thinking forward and looking forward and painting that picture and then chunk it down. Set your goals, milestones, and smaller objectives for your business, for your team, and for each individual, and finish up by getting their input, getting their buy-in on the process, getting their input as to what's going to work, what's not, and fix it there and then, so that when everyone walks out of that meeting, they've got crystal clear clarity you want them clear about the big picture vision and how they're going to play a part in that you want a picture you want them to have a very clear picture about their goals and objectives and milestones that they're going to get there you want them to have a very clear picture as to what everyone's doing together in order for the organization to achieve that objective and what that objective means in the bigger picture of things clarity as always is king So if you haven't already, please, please organize some time to do this with your team. It is going to make a massive difference to the success of your business in the next six months, and it's going to make a massive difference to the engagement levels in your team as well. I hope that's been helpful for you, and I do encourage you to go and do that. And in the meantime, if you'd like to connect with some other like-minded business owners who are all going through this kind of thing together, I'd love for you to join us inside our free Facebook group, HR Support for Australian Businesses. If you jump into Facebook group and just type that HR Support for Australian Businesses, it will come up. But I will put a link in today's show notes and you can find those show notes over at peoplepoweredbusiness.com, episode number 69 that is it for me from today thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast have a fabulous week and I can't wait to be back with you next week for episode number 70 of the podcast take care